Welcome, we're super excited to have you here, and I'm excited to be at Reckless. You guys know that the high school ministry is my fave. I love you all. Like he said, I started out in student ministry here a very long time ago. I just hit 14 years at Westridge Church. I'm kind of proud of it. Um, and when Todd came on the scene, I didn't not like him. It was just, you know, the next thing was on the horizon. And so Westridge has been a really cool place for me to grow. And now I've been in my position as guest services director for the last five and a half years. And it's my sweet spot. And I love it. Super challenging. Um, and like he said, I love the topic of family. And so when he sent out the schedule for the whole year, I usually pick one or two that I can do. And when I saw family, I'm like, there's something in there that's for me. Um, the reason I'm very passionate about family is I come from a big family. Um, there's a part of my story that I'm going to share later tonight that is a really broken part of my story. And I want to encourage you in that. And I want you to feel seen in that because we all have, like he said, imperfect families. Um, when there's sin in the world, um, perfection is out the door. And so there's this imperfection. And so we just want to take steps to um, be less imperfect. And so today I'm going to talk about what it means to be present in your family. Um, another reason that I'm super passionate is um, I come from a blended family, which I'm sure we have blended families that represent this room in a big way. And so I grew up with my dad and my stepmom, and I also um, am a stepmom. And so um, I'm super passionate just about every different way that the family looks and encouraging families where they're at. So thank you for having me tonight. It's going to be um, fun to talk about this. Um, I just really want to talk again about the way that we can be present, like we can show up for one another. Um, however imperfect we are, there are ways that we really, really can show up. And I believe that God has something for each of us tonight, every single person in this room, me included. So there's something at the very end of tonight that I want to tell you that has to do with my story that I feel like God, even in preparing for tonight, is really showing me how I can be present inside of the really broken part of my story. And so that's why I wanted to be here tonight. That's why um, I wanted to pick this topic, the one about being present, showing up. Sometimes Sometimes it's really hard to do that. And whether you're a student in the room or a parent in the room, you're a small group leader, we all are part of a family unit in some way. And it might be mostly healthy. It might be mostly messy. Um, so you're coming into this with, we're bringing so many different stories. And I know some of you are looking at me and you're like, Christy, you don't know my situation. Like you're, you want to check out, you know, like uh, Pastor Todd just said, when it comes to this topic, sometimes depending on what your family situation is, you want to, you know, push away. But I want to ask you not to do that. I know that you're sitting there and you're, you're saying, you don't know what my parents are like. You don't know that my stepmom, dot, dot, dot. You don't know that my stepdad, fill in the blank. And in the same way, um, even a parent in the room, you feel at a loss of what it seems like, what step you can take to actually be present because it's hard. Being a parent is hard and raising kids, especially in this age, in this culture is really, really tough. And what does it look like to be present? And so on some level, y'all are right. I don't know your story, but I personally know about letdown. And I alluded to this a minute ago, and I know that God is calling us to so much, even if there is that letdown within your family unit. My family, specifically one person in my family in many ways, let me down years and years ago. And there isn't a ton of healthiness in that family story, and I'm going to share that with you here in a little bit. But because that's part of my story, I know what it 
what I mean when um, I say, I see you where you're at, whether you're a student, whether you're a parent, and there's something that's just hard, you don't know what being present looks like in this stage, in this season, I want you to feel seen tonight, whether you're a student or parent. But just because my story has a broken part to it, what if I just left it right there? And I'm like, so what? It's broken, my family's a mess. It is what it is. This is what I've been handed to me. You hear those statements, right? What if I just left it right there? What if I didn't consider God at all? What if I didn't consider his word and how Jesus so often models being present in many, many ways? What would I have left today? Where would I be if I just left it? It's my story. It's what it is. It's messy. It's this. It's that. It's fill in the blank. At the end of tonight, I want to be really vulnerable with that broken part of my story and share something very, very real when there is something that is just messy. It's just broken. But I'm also going to share what I know, like I know deep down. You know when like God's telling you something. He's showing you. It's in his word. He does that through people. Um, I know what he's asking me right now in regards to that. And it involves me being very present in a way that I'm not super comfortable with always being very present in. And I'm going to be honest with you there. So I don't have this 100% pretty bow figured out. All I know to do is to go to the word. And there are so many examples of Jesus being present. I know you students in the room are in high school and it's not too late to show up for your family. Don't live in the place where you're like, I just have a couple more years and I'm out of the house. Don't do that. That's easy. Parents, your kids in this room are in high school and don't throw in the towel. It isn't too late to show up and be present for them. God can do a work in your family. So tonight is for you, the student. It's for you, the parents. It's for me and it's for anyone that is part of any kind of family unit. It is for all of us. So don't write me off. Lean in, listen, because I know God has a plan for each of us inside of our families. So my question for you tonight is this. What is the one step? What's one little thing? One movement forward, one step in the right direction inside of your family that you need to make to be more present? That's what we're here asking tonight. And wouldn't it be worth it? So let me give you a quick look at my imperfect family really quick. (laughs) Um, I didn't run it by them to share a picture of them and call them imperfect, but I'm doing it. So this is, um, oh, can you go to the the first picture? I think the first picture is my Smith family. This is the family I was born into. So my dad and my stepmom and all the siblings and all the plus ones and the dog. Um, And then that second family is my Meldrum family. And that is the family I married into. So that's my husband, Mark, and he came with four kids, Lexi, Dylan, Leanne, and Libby. Um, And now they're all, that's a little bit of an older picture, but now they're all married and three of them have kids. And so the bigger the family, you know, the bigger um, messiness that can happen. And so I really am asking myself, like, how do I be present in each new season that God has given me? And so that's just a little picture of... um, of my sweet family, and then I'll have a picture at the end of something else. That's a look at the family. In this room, we all represent so many different kinds of families. We all come into this conversation with a bit of a different background, and I love that. 
But family is a huge part of God, and it's a huge part of his heart. And he speaks so much in the scriptures with family-type language. He gives us examples of families and very messy families in the Bible. And I think that is on purpose. He wants us to see a picture of um, family, of messiness, but he also wants to see how he views family as well. And there's uh, so many pictures and there's so many words in the scriptures of the way that Jesus is present. Verse after verse, we see family type of language. And so we're really gonna press into that. It's worth paying attention to because there's just this correlation with family language and the spiritual. When something is mentioned like that, it makes me really want to lean in. So we see Jesus being present, and we see these examples. It's in the scriptures, and some of these things, like I said, are repetitive. So we want to, like, perk up our ears and really listen. Another thing I notice is that there is a lot of messy families, like I mentioned, which is kind of encouraging for me because I'm like, okay, there's messiness. Like, he knew that was going was gonna to happen. And so you might be sitting there like, what am I going to say? Like, what do I have to say to this? Um, so don't let that make you check out. I want to encourage you to really, really lean in tonight. So, and I love that this series for that reason. So let's really dive in together. I'm going to make just a couple of points of the way that we know that being present is something that Jesus has for us. How do we know that being present is even important? No matter where, what we are learning here at Reckless, it's so vital to always go back to the scriptures. That is what is our model. So tonight, I want to take it back to a few ways that we see Jesus being present. How do we know it's important to be present? So Jesus was very present with his disciples. We see him constantly in the New Testament with his disciples, like all of the time. In Matthew 20, 17, it says, as Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the 12 disciples aside privately and told them what was going to happen to him. So he's with the disciples. Um, Jesus was training up the disciples to carry on his mission, and he was spending just about every little moment with them. And when it came to time, just to be honest, to be straight with them about what was going to happen to him, which was basically Jesus was predicting his eventual death on the cross, which means he was very present in that he was honest with them. So parents and students in this room, sometimes showing up for our family is just being honest with one another. Like there's something hanging over and we know we need to talk about it and just opening the door to being honest with one another. Do you know what kind of weight that will lift and the victory that comes from that? If you've ever had a moment where something was weighing on you or there was a lack of honesty and you wanted to bring honesty to a situation and it was freeing and it changes the relationship. A second example, Matthew 5, 1 and 2 says, One day, as he saw the crowds gathering, Jesus went up on the mountainside and sat down. His disciples gathered around him, and he began to teach them. Jesus, again, constantly surrounded by the disciples, takes time to teach. So parent and student, sometimes showing up in our family is being present by being teachable. And this goes both ways. It's pausing a moment and knowing that whether you are the parent or the student, there may be a moment where you recognize there is something to learn on behalf of this family that God has given me. And then the third example with the disciples. Mark 8.1 says, About this time, another large crowd had gathered, and the people ran out of food again. And Jesus called his disciples, and he, and he told them. 
So he's including the disciples. And Jesus trusted the disciples to take on a task, to take on a challenge, and he included them. Remember, this is where he tasked them to feed the thousands with just a few loaves and a few fish. So parents and students, sometimes showing up, being present in our family, is by coming together and taking on a challenge together, to trust each other and to lock arms together. That is a game changer, taking it on together instead of letting it hang over us, tackling it together, being honest about it, being teachable in these moments. How do we know it's important to be present? Here's another example that I see in the scriptures, and I just pulled out one or two here. Jesus was present with those who no one else wanted near them. So I love um, the last time I spoke here, or one of the last times I spoke here, I spoke about the woman at the well. And I love to find ways to bring her into the story because I really, really studied her and gotten to know this kind of story. So what we do know about quickly about the woman at the well is that um, she had a ton of shame. And God met her right where she was at. Somebody who shouldn't have been talking to her at the well. There was political stuff. They shouldn't have been there at the same time. She was there at the hottest part of the day because no one wanted her to be there with them. She had tons of sin, tons of shame. She carried it, and Jesus met her right there. It would be easy to name a person in our family that maybe we just don't want to be around. Maybe we just don't want to hang out. You might have experienced that this week at Thanksgiving. It would be easy to do that, and I could go for a long while and not be near that person again. But let's take a hint from Jesus and know that it isn't a reason to not be here and to not be present. He was present with the unlovely. Step in and lean in and be present. No matter the situation, no matter the circumstance, it is worth it to show up, to step up and be present. Another example that I see is um, even in the way that he healed people that had been sick a long time, they were often considered the outcast. And so he came around those types of people. He was present with the least of these. He was present with the unlovely, the ones that carried shame. And so I think that shows us so purely how important it is to be present with our families. Like he's using example, there's example after example of Jesus and he's just showing up and he's being present and he didn't have to be. There are some tough things in this world and our family is included in that. I think that Jesus wants us to lean in and press in even more when that tension exists. Isn't it easy just to want to be the people that like sweep under the rug, right? We, we don't want to deal with it. It will be easier not to deal with it. But there is freedom in being present. There's freedom in stepping in. There's freedom in all of these moments. So I'm going to recap just kind of a quick what we learned from the disciples in these stories. For you, the student, listen, take the example of Jesus and be present by being honest. Be honest. One thing that I always dealt with, um, one of my stepkids who will remain nameless, I mean, you guys don't know him, so it's okay. I could say his, his name. Um, <laughs> there's only one of them, so only one boy. I messed that up. Um, he would not like lie, but he wouldn't tell me the whole truth. And I always knew when he wasn't telling me the whole truth because he'd look down. 
There's something that is just so easy anymore about not telling the whole truth. But what if we just step in and be honest with each other? That, I promise you, is a game changer inside of your family. Parent, take the example of Jesus and be present by starting the conversation. Sometimes that's the hardest part, and sometimes students just need their parent to go there, to be brave, to start that conversation. Student, take the example of Jesus and be present by listening and taking on the challenge. We heard that story where the disciples, he included them to take on the challenge of feeding the thousands. Give your parent a chance. Hear them out. You can be present in this simple way and take a step forward. It it will lead to healthiness in your family. Parent, take the example of Jesus and be present by being the teacher, but also look at the disciples and be willing to be the student. Sometimes there is something for us to learn from our student as the parent. This, I know. <clears throat> parent and student, real relationships happen when you are present, and sometimes being present starts here. And we see G- Jesus model these things And that is how we know. We know because it's in his word. We know because it's in his scripture. He's letting us see him be present with every different type of person. I alluded in the beginning that I wanted to share a little part of my really hard part of my story. And I think I have a picture of me and my mom. It's an older picture. Um, That's my mom and me. And that's the last time that I have seen my mom. It was the weekend of my wedding. And I wanna share this small part. Last time I um, spoke, I think a year ago, I shared a really bigger part of my story with my mom. Um, But I was raised by my mom and dad until I was 11 and my parents divorced. And I know a lot of people in this room share that same kind of story. I know there's stepmoms and stepdads here. I know there's kids who are being raised in that kind of blended family. And so that is not foreign to you. But through the course of Um, My adult years, it was very challenging with my mom. I was raised by my dad and my stepmom. That's why that first picture of my whole family is um, all my step-siblings and my stepmom and dad. I primarily have been raised by them. But um, after the weekend of my wedding, my mom just decided to phase out and she didn't want relationship anymore with myself and I have two brothers. And that is a very, very hard part of my story. And depending on what season I'm in, it strikes me different all of the time. I have a great dad and a great stepmom, um, but I was raised by my mom. Like I knew her, I knew her for 29 years until I got married and she just didn't want relationship anymore. And that is a very, very broken part of my story. And I share this with you for one very important reason. I used to not ever want to talk about this, but I know that God is using this part of my story right now more than probably I feel comfortable with, but I'm just going to say yes. (laughs) The risk in not being present at this stage that you're at, this stage, you're living in the same house, you're in relationship. The risk in not being present at this stage you are in is that broken relationship can happen. And I have a very broken relationship with my mom. But lucky for us, it doesn't end there. I saved the best point for last. Jesus shows us how to be present with God 
Mark 1.35 says, Before daybreak the next morning, Jesus got up and went out to an isolated place to pray. And it starts with being present with God. Let's not forget the power there is in praying when we don't know what being present can look like in our family situation. Your situation might be so difficult, it might be so hard that you don't know what being present could actually look like. What is that one step forward? Maybe it's easy. Maybe it's showing up a little bit more. Maybe it's better conversation. Maybe it's the student starting that better conversation. Maybe it's the parent starting that better conversation. It's honesty. It's these teachable moments. But some of us, like in my situation where I have no relationship and no relationship is desired on the other end, how do I be present? There is so much power in prayer. We see this exact scene modeled by Jesus again and again, like he goes alone to pray. He's showing us what it means to be present with the Lord. Um, Psalms 107.19 says, Lord, help. They cried in their trouble and he saved them from their distress. He's near like that. He's present with us like that. He's close to us. He knows our situation. He sees us where we're at. Prayer is power in our families. It is power. And maybe part of being present in your family is taking that next step and praying as a family. Maybe that is what being present looks like. Tonight, I've said a few times that, help, um, that helping to make an imperfect family a less, imper- less imperfect is to be present. So that's what we're all about tonight, to show up. But doesn't it really start with being present with the Lord? No matter your situation, drawing near to him, letting him show you those steps, letting him show you the way, you being open to that. This God who brings broken relationship to full restoration, the thing that he's calling me to is to be present with him because that is literally all I can do with this broken part of my story. He is the God who takes broken pieces and he makes them whole again. A God who makes wrong things right and a God who sees you right in the midst of all your broken pieces. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the God we are running to. That is the God that we are trying to be present with. So I just shared with you a very broken relationship I have with my mom, where she doesn't want to have anything to do with me. Me showing up right now means being present with the Lord. That is what it means. It is daily prayer. It is giving it to Him. It is letting Him guide my steps. So all I really know to say to you tonight is be present. It is worth it. And it may look really different than the person next to you. In fact, I almost guarantee it. We have so many different stories in here. But I believe that it is worth it to step forward in some way, even if you, just like me, step forward in prayer, knowing we have a good and faithful God. Above, all, above who hears us, and he is always present. He's with us. He's here with us right now. That is how we know. It is the way we know it matters. He shows us. Let his word become alive in you. When I started tonight, I said that we're going to go to the scriptures. The only way I really know that we can be present in our family setting and that we can be present with the Lord is because he gives us an example in his word. And when I talked a minute ago about the woman at the well and I get like weirdly excited about her, it's because I study. And the more you study and the more you're in the word, God is going to make that come alive to you. And you're going to run to it. It is going to be your source. 
He shows us. Let his word become alive in you that you know your next move is right and true because it is in his word. The risk is a broken relationship. And the method to prevent that is to start by being present. But it really starts with being present with the Lord. And it is not too late. Um, Tonight, you guys are going to go to your group and I'm going to pray for us as we get there. And I want you to just be really honest. What is the one thing? What is the stirring in your heart that you know that you can do, you've been afraid to do, you haven't wanted to do, but you ultimately, like, you want that healthiness. Your family, you might be resistant in the beginning, like, you don't know. And in a lot of ways, sometimes I can be like that when it comes to my mom. But I feel such a conviction about being first present with God. And it is not too too late to make these wrong things right. And while you guys are still living in community, in your homes, it is definitely not too late. So let's pray tonight. Dear Heavenly Father God, I just, um, I thank you for reckless. I thank you for these high school students. I thank you that they're here. They're present. God, um, this generation, I know that you want to do a mighty work in. And God, I'm so thankful for the parents that are here too, the parents that are present. God, will you help us to know that there is one step, there's one little turn, there's one thing that we can do, and it can be a game changer, and it is worth it. But will you teach us first what it looks like in how to be present with you? We love you, Lord. I pray over these groups. I pray over the time with the parents. God, um, we just invite you in. We ask you in. Um, Gosh, just meet us here tonight, God. In your name we pray. Amen.